Well, good morning, Cheney Faith Center, or good evening, whenever you're watching this, and welcome to Online Church. Um, obviously, in this season, we're doing church differently. We're being creative um, so we can still stay connected. Um, and I think right now, it just seems like there's a lot of confusion and a lot of uh, anxiety just in what's happening in our world. And I think what is so cool is the church is not just a building. The church is a people, a group of people. And so I think we can show the world that um, we as a church, not just CFC, but the global church, can really uh, come together, but also reach out and to help minister to other people, to bring that peace and to bring that love that God offers. Because God did not give us a spirit of fear, amen? And so I believe that during this season, it's a great opportunity for us to rise up and to truly um, reach out to people and to be connected with others and to see God do some huge miracles, not only in our own lives, but in the lives of thousands around the world during this time. So this morning, we're going to sing a couple of songs, and then Pastor Mark has got a, um, a message continuing on in our spiritual series, and it's going to be about 30 minutes total, and whether you're at home with your kids, with your spouse, or with roommates, um, you're having breakfast, in your pajamas, whatever it is, let this be a time that you can set aside to just enter in, into some worship and to allow the Lord's Word to encourage you and to challenge you um, during this season. Um, I believe it's uh, paramount that we are equipped um, spiritually to come against the attacks of the enemy. And so we're in that spiritual series, and it's by no coincidence that we're in that series, because this is the time when we should be um, vigilant in just being equipped against the attacks of the enemy and the fear that creeps in and the anxiety that we can stand firm in our faith and battle against the attacks of the enemy. So um, use this time to worship and to be encouraged. And so I'm gonna pray for us. We're gonna sing some songs. Well, Lord Jesus, Again, uh, we welcome you here in all of our homes, uh, on our phones, on our tablets, uh, on our computers, wherever we're at, Lord, that we would just continue to just enter in to your presence and Holy Spirit allow you to talk to us, and allow you to challenge us, but also to encourage us through your word, Lord. So God, as we sing out these words, um, let us profess them and let us um, let them sink deep into our souls as well, Lord God. And through the message time, um, let your word just uh, come alive so that we would um, grow during this time, Lord Jesus. That we wouldn't shrink away and, and be lost in fear, Lord, but we would be strengthened to engage in that battle, that spiritual battle that has been happening, Lord. So God, we give you this time. Praise your name. Amen. Weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. When the darkness falls, it won't prevail. Cause the God I serve knows how to triumph. My God will never fail. Oh, my God will never fail. Sing this out. I'm going to see victory. I'm going to see victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm going to see victory. 
I'm gonna see victory For the battle belongs to you, Lord There's power There's power in the mighty name of Jesus Every war he wages he will I'm not backing down from any giant Cause I know how this story is Oh, I know how this story ends I'm gonna see victory I'm gonna see victory For the battle belongs to I'm gonna see victory For the battle belongs to you, Lord You take the enemy meant for evil Turn it for good Turn it for good Give life, you are love. 
the darkness you give hope You restore every heart that is broken Great are you every season you would be high and lifted up because you are a good God you are great so Lord during during the season where we may not be together in the same building let it be a time where we actually grow in our faith that we see the church rise up and get creative in how we connect with one another become more intentional in our relationships and see you move in a huge and mighty way as we serve the needs of our community, Lord. God, again, refresh our minds this morning. Allow us to be an opportunity to grow in our faith. We give you this in your mighty name. Amen.
morning, church. Welcome to CFC. We're so happy that you're checking our online service out this morning. I just wanted to give us a couple of reminders. My name's Isaac. I'm one of the staff members here at CFC, and we just wanted to remind you of a few things that we're going to be doing moving forward with this whole COVID-19 thing. The first thing we're going to be doing is our online Sunday service. Hopefully you're checking it out right now. That's how you're watching this video. And uh, we will be having those every Sunday morning, an opportunity for you to just hear a little bit of worship, have a short message, and just prepare yourself for the upcoming week. In addition to that, we'll be doing a version Bible devotional, which we're going to be going through weekly. And for those of you who don't have access to the version Bible app, there'll be PDF, PDF sent out in our email list, which you can sign up for on our website at uh, cheneyfaithcenter.org. That is always an option for you to get uh, signed up, as well as our texting service. If you want to hear any of our updates from there, just text CFC Church to 43506, and that'll get you right in there so you get all of our text updates as well. In addition to that, we are going to be having a couple of live options for you to watch, which will be Tuesdays and Thursdays on Facebook and on Instagram Live. We will be having encouragement times there as well as prayer times. That'll be at 8.30 p.m. Tuesdays and Thursday nights at 8.30 p.m. So feel free to check those out. And we're just so excited to be doing church, even though it's in a different way. I wanted to take a quick second and talk about our online giving platform so we can continue to bless our community. Thank you so much for your financial support and you can always give online at cheneyfacecenter.org. We do have a fund specifically for just helping out in the community right now. So on the drop down tab, just click community outreach and that giving will be specifically for just helping our community in this time of need. Also, as a reminder, I just wanted to uh, tell you guys about our CFC acronym, C, which is Creative Connections, to just make sure that we're, cre uh, we're connecting creatively, whether that be like texting your friends or video chatting, FaceTiming, what that be. I know we can't exactly meet right now, but there's a million different ways, DMing on Instagram, all these different ways to communicate with our body and be the church as opposed to just meeting on Sundays. There's many different ways to connect. And then there's also uh, F, which is faith ownership, which is just really taking faith into your hands and taking that next step in your faith, which can be through that youth version devotional or encouraging people, praying for somebody, as well as that last C, which is going to be contending in prayer. So just be praying for this whole situation, uh, for our community right now and for each other, because we know that uh, when we pray for each other, God's gonna do cool and awesome things through this community. So we're so thankful. With that being said, Pastor Mark's gonna preach an awesome word and we will see you soon. Well, good morning, Chini Face Center. It's a little weird to be preaching to you on camera this morning instead of seeing all of your beautiful faces and sharing the word together, being together as a body. But we're going to make the most of it. We're going to make the best of it. And um, I'm encouraged that you will be growing in Christ through this difficult challenge that we have in our country and globally. Well, I want to remind you that we are focusing together as a church on some very in, important things, and we're using the nickname of our church, CFC, as kind of like an acronym to help us stay focused during this time of quarantine. So just a quick reminder, our first C stands for Creative Connection, and I hope you'll make uh, connections with people in our church and your neighbors and family members and do that in a creative way, and you'll probably have to use technology to do that. F stands for Faith Ownership. And let me talk about faith ownership for a minute because I want to share with you something that we're going to be doing as we move forward and not meeting in relational environments or together on Sunday mornings. 
Each week, we're going to provide a way for you to, to make your faith your own. And this week, we want to use an eight-day study on the Version Bible app that you can download on your phone. The plan is called Eight-Day Armor of God Boot Camp, and it's by Tony Evans. So you just go into the plans part and search that one, and you'll, it'll pop up, and you can find it, and then you can select it and begin it. And so let's all begin that plan today. Since it's eight days, it'll end next Sunday. And this is just a great opportunity for you to grow in your faith and to have some faith ownership. I also want to encourage you, you can do, you can do the plan on your own, or you can invite some friends into the plan, some people in our church or other Christians that you know, you can invite them into your plan. And one of the things that the plan does is it allows you to write something encouraging or just an observation at the end of each day, and you can encourage one another that way. So either way, I want to encourage you to have faith ownership and do that plan with us, and we'll all be encouraged to just grow in our faith and to put on the armor of God every day. And then our last C, just to remind you, is contend in prayer. I hope you're praying for our church, for yourself, for your family, and for the world as we deal with COVID-19 on a daily basis. All right, let's jump in. Uh, we are creatively connecting this morning via uh, camera, so grab a cup of coffee, grab your Bible, and sit down, and let's look at some truth from God's Word. And why don't I start with a short word of prayer. Jesus, we thank you for today. Thank you for an opportunity with technology to sit together, to share your Word, and to grow. And I pray that we would be a church that is continuing to help people know Jesus and live for him daily. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we're in a series called Spiritual, and we are discussing the biblical reality that our lives are so much more than what we see physically or experience physically, but really, we also have a spiritual life. Jesus, when he died on the cross and rose again, he, he did that. One of his, his primary reasons that he accomplished that was so that you and I could live in the power and the strength and the ability of the Holy Spirit. And so now today, when we believe in Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit comes to live in us, and he helps us every day to live for Christ, to honor him, to honor God's word, and to do that spiritually and physically all throughout the day. Well, we've been sharing about the armor of God in Ephesians chapter 6. That's been our primary section of verses where we're really mining these precious truths out of God's word. And so I'm going to read those today. So Ephesians chapter 6, and I'm going to start in verse 10, and I'm just going to make a couple comments along the way. And then I want to look at three of the pieces of armor that I'm going to specifically reference and talk about this morning. So verse 10 of chapter 6 in Ephesians. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. What a great reminder that God wants us to live a strong life, not a weak life, a strong life, and he gives us his mighty power to do that. Verse 11, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. What another great reminder. The Lord knows what the devil's up to. He knows that he has schemes, that he's manipulating you and I in certain ways. He's tempting us. He's attacking us. There's spiritual battles that you and I are in all the time. And what does God say? I've given you armor. I've given you armor to help you with that spiritual battle and that spiritual battle. And I want you to put it on every day. Look at verse 12. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, 
but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. We talked about this a couple weeks ago, but it's just a good reminder that our struggle is not only a physical one, it's also a spiritual one. That we're battling spiritual forces, and almost every time there's a spiritual battle behind what we physically see manifested in our lives and in our world. And we get to recognize that as believers in Jesus Christ and as spiritual people. Look at the next section with me. I'm going to read a good section now, verses 13 through 17, and talk about this specific armor. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Now, last week, Pastor Kate talked about the spiritual armor that we wear all the time, that we put on and wear all day. Truth, righteousness, and the gospel of peace. These are things we need every day. Today, I want to talk about the armor that we use when we need it. Now, I'm noticing in our world that we're beginning to need it more often than we have maybe in the past. But still, these are things that we maybe don't use all throughout the day, every day, but we we pick them up and we use them on a regular basis. They are the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. If you were a Roman soldier in the first century, you would always have your belt on. You'd always have your breastplate on, and you'd always wear your shoes. Those things you would have on all the time. But you wouldn't always be carrying your shield around everywhere you went, and you wouldn't always have your helmet on everywhere you went, and you wouldn't have this large sword that you would use in battle strapped to your side all the time. You, you would only take those things, your shield and your helmet and your sword, when you knew you were going into battle. Or you might encounter a situation that required your weapons of defense and offense, and then you would pick them up because you knew you would need them and you would take them with you. The first piece of spiritual armor we use when we need it is faith. Now Paul says faith is like a shield. It defends you specifically, he says, from the flaming arrows of the evil one. Now, this is very understandable for the New Testament Christian, especially those who understood Roman warfare. The Romans had these huge shields, almost like five feet tall. They were large, and you didn't carry it with you all throughout the day. You only carried it in battle. They called it a scuda, and it was this large shield. It was so large that that one soldier could actually crouch behind it and his entire body could be protected in battle. In fact, the Romans had a specific way that they used this large shield. In battle, the soldiers would use what was called a tortoise formation. And it was, it was like a turtle. And the, the men in, in the front lines, they'd put their shield, their large shield down on the ground. Then the, everyone behind them would put their shield up in the air 
And as the arrows were being launched onto the soldiers, it, it made this nearly impenetrable force of shields all around them. And that's exactly what Paul is talking about, that our faith, our belief in Jesus Christ, when it is firm and strong, it shields us from everything, from every single thing the enemy throws at us and is trying to attack us with when we say, no, I believe in Jesus and I believe everything that Jesus has for me. And I believe Jesus has all authority in my life, in the physical realm, in the spiritual realm. When we have faith in Jesus like that, we are shielded from everything the enemy throws at us. See, our faith in Jesus Christ is a spiritual thing. And when we are attacked with doubt, shame, guilt, past sin or depression and fear, Anybody battling fear right now? It's faith in Jesus Christ that removes those things from our life and brings peace and hope and joy into our relationship with Jesus and into our life today. So we need the shield of faith. The next piece of armor that we use when we need it is the helmet of salvation. Now let me tell you, the helmet of salvation is incredibly important. It's so important, especially today. See, the helmet protects a very important part of our body, our brain. And the brain is where you and I have thoughts and beliefs, but get this, that turn into lifestyles. See, our thoughts and our beliefs are what turn into actions that turn into lifestyles. And so in our brain is where our thinking takes place, our, our philosophies are embraced, where right and wrong is developed, where truth and morality are understood and believed, where, where our thoughts that glorify God or our thoughts that don't are being turned into actions that henceforth either glorify God or don't. Now, listen very carefully to what I'm about to say. Our thoughts and beliefs affect our salvation. That's what Paul said. It's the helmet of salvation. He didn't say it was the helmet of a good day or a nice Christian lifestyle. He says the helmet of salvation. So here's what Paul's saying. Paul is saying that what, what we believe and what we think affects our salvation. It affects our relationship with Jesus Christ, short-term and long-term. See, if we believe in Jesus Christ, we are saved, the Bible says. And so what we think and what we believe is huge. Now, here's what we also know. The enemy of your soul and mine is attacking our thoughts right now. This is where the spiritual battle is, is largely happening in our world. And in this world of technology, we can see that our minds are being attacked with lots of evil ideas that pull us away from the most important thing on our planet, the salvation of Jesus Christ. This is why it's so important what we let in through our eyes and hear through our ears. See, what we watch and listen to goes into our brain and then affects our life. This is why the enemy is using every medium he can possibly come up with to affect our lives. This is why he is presenting ungodly and evil ideas through media, 
that goes into our eye, into our brain, gets stuck there, and it causes us to doubt God. Or eventually, as the enemy would desire, gets us to walk away from our salvation. Completely walk away from our relationship with Jesus Christ. That's why Paul refers to it as the helmet of salvation. You and I need this desperately today. The third piece of armor we use when we need it is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Now, most soldiers didn't walk around with a large sword. They would have always carried a small dagger with them, but this large sword that Paul is referring to was for battle. And there are times in your life when you will feel like you are in a spiritual battle. And it's in that moment that you will need to pick up your one offensive weapon and slay your enemy. Your offensive weapon is the word of God. Let me give you an example. In Luke chapter 4, verses 1 through 13, Jesus is tempted by the devil and he's tempted in three specific ways. And in each specific moment, Jesus uses a Bible verse to combat how the enemy is tempting him and to send the enemy running and fleeing. Look at it with me. Verse 1, Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man does not live on bread alone. So Jesus said, Man does not live on bread alone. This is a reference. It's an actual Bible verse in Deuteronomy 8, 3. The devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will be yours. Jesus answered, it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. This is a Bible verse from Deuteronomy 6, 13. The devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered, it is said, do not put the Lord your God to the test, which is Deuteronomy 6, 16. Did you notice every time Jesus was tempted, he used a Bible verse to destroy the work of the enemy against him. Did you also notice the third time that Satan tempted him? Satan actually used a Bible verse. He manipulated it. He took it out of context to try to get Jesus to sin. So the enemy of our soul is incredibly sneaky, incredibly manipulative. And what a great example that he is a sneaky snake. That's who he is. But every single time he attacks you, you have an opportunity to pull out your spiritual weapon, the sword of the Spirit, God's Word, and use it to send him running. See, we need to do the same. We need to know God's Word. We need to memorize it. We need to know that God's Word is essential to fight every spiritual battle in our life. The Bible is our spiritual weapon. And when we stand on Bible verses, it defeats the enemy's work in our lives. Can I challenge you? That some of you watching this morning might be struggling through some things. You, you might kind of feel like you're in a battle right now in some specific areas of your life. Can I encourage you? 
Go find a, a good way to look up Bible verses. You can use several things. You can use the YouVersion Bible app, Bible Gateway, Blue Letter Bible. They're all search engines for the Bible. Type in some keywords about your struggle with whatever you're struggling with or being tempted with or having a hard time living for Christ in that area of your life. Look up some verses about that specific area and then memorize them. Stand on them. Make them the, the, the verse that you use to remove the temptation in your life that the enemy throws at you. I believe that God's word will always defeat the enemy's temptations and schemes that he's using to destroy us and to destroy our salvation. During this global moment when we are being instructed to spend time away from people, this can also provide a unique moment for us to spend time in God's word and to learn to make it one of our most powerful spiritual weapons. So the armor of God is real, and we need it today to destroy the works of our enemy. The shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Well, let me close with a couple questions. One, do you feel like you're in a spiritual battle? Do you know how to use your spiritual armor? Are you putting it on every day? Are you wearing the things that you need every day? And are you picking up the spiritual weapons that you need when you need to use them? This is what it means to have a spiritual life, a life in Christ, and a life in the Holy Spirit, and to put on the armor of God to live out the way that God has called us to live. Well, let me pray as we close. Jesus, we thank you that um, you've provided everything for us. Thank you for your death and resurrection that sets us free. Thank you that you've empowered us with the Holy Spirit that gives us spiritual gifts and spiritual fruit and helps us put on the armor of God every day. Lord, I pray that you would help us as we are spiritual people living in a physical world and we are doing our best to live for you in this time, in our generation. And so, Lord, would, would you do awesome things among us? Would you be with us as we deal with the coronavirus, as we deal with these issues of quarantine, as we struggle to do life a little differently right now? Would we find opportunities to have creative connections with people, to make our faith our own, to, to own our own faith, and to contend in prayer. Jesus, we thank you and we praise you. We pray that you would be glorified even in this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us this morning. Always remember, Jesus loves you very much. So do Kate and I. Have a great day.